Jaspers took away. Pelicans lose 123-108 to the Lakers, and don't let the score fool you. They got their ass kicked tonight. Uh, I just want to just want to apologize to everybody in this fan base, the people that spent their hard-earned money on this game tonight. Um, that was an embarrassing performance from top down. I don't want to hear a single excuse either. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Presented by the Rusty Nail and Birdsall Law Firm. Chris Connor, Chaz Lido. Chris, we'll start with you because. Um, I don't know, man. I, uh, I've lost. I've, I've tried remaining positive. I've tried staying positive. Uh, there's mm. nothing positive tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, man. I mean, you know, we talked about it on the last show. Um, it's really about this stress, man. It, it, it this this period that the team is on. It, it doesn't. I don't think it starts or ends with this Lakers game. I think because of the magnitude of what these matchups have been. And what the fan base wanted this game to look like, it took over more so than um, the overall reality of this loss. Because, look, if you would have won this game and you would have lost to Houston or you would have lost to San Antonio, you'd still be as, uh, still as upset. You'd have said the team wasn't, wasn't as serious. Like, we'd be having the same conversation. So I do think it's about the stretch. I think the Lakers game just just showed you from um, a superstar perspective and what a what a clear a clear headed, um, talented, role fitting roster that is decisive and knows what they want to do, knows their identity and wins or in losses looks like and on the fly, you know, and and, and that's what you learn. I mean, uh, a wise man once said the chickens, you know, come home to roost, and that's what games like this where you end up down. 35 at halftime at home look like it's a microcosm of some of the problems in your losses and some of your bad games, even some of your wins and what it looks like, especially without the superstar talent on the floor uh, right now. Lito, I, that was a great answer. That was a great answer, Chris. Um, you know what I was the most disappointed in tonight is I didn't see any fight. I didn't see any scrappiness, right? When you're getting your ass kicked, mm. um, this goes in anything, life, sports whatever you whatever you do you got to send some type of message they didn't they didn't put ad on his ass tonight they didn't mm-hmm. simple screen they didn't get teed up willie green had 30 different opportunities to get teed up tonight he didn't do it i didn't see any fight they they hit shots early and they looked done once it got to 14 nothing that was it um justin uh 21 savage has a song called no heart and uh I'm not going to quote the lyrics to you, but basically, if you guys ever heard that song, he he explains what the Pelicans were tonight. Um, shout out to 21. Um, the Pelicans got punched in the face. They didn't have a plan. They folded like a lawn chair. Uh, th- there was there was nothing there. You know how you you pull a curtain back, and then like it's just curtain. There's no there's no substance. It it it, it was just that. Like they had the like they. The Lakers were like the monsters tonight. They, <laughs> they, they were terrified. Um, nobody, you know, what? I'm not gonna say nobody because Herb Jones, Herb Jones was present. He was available. He was clear. He was he was cutting off the basketball the whole game. The whole game. He was playing defense. Um, he made he made threes. Uh, shout out to Trey. Trey made threes. He was four for eight or four for seven from three. How, shout out. How about this? You got a kid on your team who scored 41 points the last game, right? And it wasn't the folk he wasn't the focal point of the offense. Like they never made it to where like, hey Trey, you got the high hand. Let's 
continue to feed you until I don't know you start missing or something like that, right? Like Brandon comes back and immediately the Pelicans go back to fuck it, Brandon can do it. Like, why wouldn't you just continue the motion that you had last? Last game was a beautiful motion offense. It was so much involvement. Everybody was cutting off the ball. And you get Brandon back and the coaching staff doesn't they don't inject that, right? At some point, we got to understand that this point five shit not working because y'all have no concept of how to do it. You got guys on your team who are mid-range scores and isolation scores. They don't score in post in point five uh, situations. You got a big man in JV who y'all had on the three-point line. He he, JV had I think three three-point attempts in the first quarter. Bro, put that man under the basket, bro. Put him under the basket. And even though JV was the reason we lost, everybody's right on that. So. Uh, Chaz, I tweeted out that Darvin Ham and his staff is running circles around Willie Green and his staff. Um, at one point tonight, I think the rotation was Larry Nance, Najee Marshall, and Herb Jones, in which the Lakers literally put five players in paint, aired everybody else to shoot, and you saw brick after brick after brick. And you saw no adjustments whatsoever. Well, it's it's simple, you know, and I I've probably been repeating this ad nauseum. Willie Green is probably the worst coach in the NBA, and I I don't think it's close. The guy the Silas in Houston, at least Silas has an excuse. He has a bunch of young guys. I think Willie Green is an awful coach. I think he's terrible. I think he's probably Willie Green wasn't the first option. He wasn't the second option. He wasn't the third option. You know, he probably was like the fourth or fifth option. And, you know, when you get – when the lights come on in the club, you know, it's best not to look the fourth or fifth option, you know, in the eyes. You know, you just just turn your back and walk away. And that's what you have in Willie Green. He's an awful coach. He's terrible. That's he's terrible. terrible. I, don't, I, can't, I don't know one thing he does well. Um, he's, he's just but awful. Let me cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off because I don't think – yes, it does fall on Willie Green. But I think the staff is terrible. I you know, think the coaching – yeah, yeah, you know that's to me. It's a, it's a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a distinction without a difference. To me, it's a distinction without a difference. But when I say Willie Green, I mean everyone who sits on that bench in a, a polo style shirt. Just get them off the. Just get them off the organization. I did. I do you know. I, I do think Willie should have gotten teed up tonight. And by teed up, I mean. T- I, yeah, I mean, by teed up, I mean terminated. You can only fire someone once. I think Willie Green is awful. I think he's been awful. And um, I also think as far as, you know, the Lakers, I, this whole season I felt like the Lakers were the superior team, more talented team, even when healthy, because you're talking about two star players in LeBron and, you know, um, AD when healthy versus one star player in Zion. And I think tonight – the Lakers had a star player on their, on that floor, and uh, they had some really solid role players. And the Pelicans just had a bunch of really solid role players. And um, and a guy – and you can't win in the NBA taking tough, contested two-point shots. This is a three – you either attacking the rim like the uh, Aaron Fox, like a madman. you either manipulating the refs like SGA, you know, getting to the line, or you're shooting threes. Like um a guy like Michael Beasley does, you know, or other guy. You you need multiple ways to score to win in the NBA, and it's you know it's difficult to win without a star player. And without Zion, that's why the Pelicans haven't been winning. 
Jared, uh, five, join the show. I mean, let it out, Jared. I mean, go ahead. I don't. I'm not gonna do that, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, man. I did not watch the game. I didn't. Smart man. I didn't. My daughter had an all-star basketball practice that I went to and I enjoyed. When I saw a tweet that said the Lakers had a 14-0 run, no, I'm not watching that. That's I don't know how many times have we seen this team come out flat, just flat. I mean, who do you – we keep asking who do we blame, but we know who to blame. This staff is bad, man. This staff is atrocious. And again, I wrote an article to, I mean, earlier this week to say, I really don't blame Willie Green. I don't. I know what you're saying, Chaz. I hear you. I think his superpower has been removed from him, and now he has to rely on other things. It's the people around him that are failing him and failing his team. Yep. And Oh, I'm sorry. Follow me. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no just, that's the people we, we need to start looking at, the people around him. Um, that's a – I mean – the experiment is over. The the B.I., Zion, C.J., I think it's over. I think you've had your turn, B.I., to, to show. And I get it. Injuries happen. But what what are we supposed to just wait for you to get healthy? The team is supposed to wait for you to just become healthy and consistent? This is, At year seven, this is who you consistently are at this point. That's uh, – that's, I, I want to – wow. That was um, powerful words. By, by the way, if you haven't checked out on Buku, uh, Chris, I want to talk about that because the Lakers start off with a 14 0 run. And to Chaz's point, who's been saying it all year, after it was 9 0, that's when you get the timeout. After it was 11 0, probably get the timeout. 14 0. You wait until 14 0 to take the timeout? Man, that's that's feel right there for the game. 9 0, you take the timeout automatically. You know, it, it's funny because. I remember a, a, a seventh grade basketball coach that I had told me anything over six nothing, which you know, um, at least at, at that at that period, you know, if it wasn't as many as many threes being being shot off, as it means the team has started off the game with four straight baskets against you, timeout. Now you get up to fourteen. I, I, I mean, you're 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 finding a pace that you can't win with a team that isn't built to to consistently come back from those things, especially against a, a good, solid um, defensive team that even, to be honest, even before Jan, uh, uh, Vanderbilt arrived, uh, most nights when AD's been out there even earlier in the year, they've been playing pretty solid defense. Um, but, you know, I mean, I I think that it's, it's bigger than, you know, it's bigger than all this, man. We've been talking about, in Five's article, he talked about identity, you know, in the, when Larry Nash was, was on the spaces, we talked about identity and you, w- Willie mentioned after the all-star break that he wanted the guys to shoot more threes. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why, 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 why would we do that? Why, why is that a good, a good idea when you're still going to give Jonas Valanciunas minutes and you're going to use him as a screener. And then Larry misses in the, in, the in the spaces about how the team wants to live around the mid range. Well, yeah, look in both of your <laughs> sub lineups, in both of your offset lineups that, that, that you come with your starters in your bench lineup, there are multiple guys. There's Najee and there's Herb that 
good defensive teams are daring to shoot the basketball and they will sit there no matter how many they get in a row without a contest because they will live with the averages and live with the results. But that's what happens when you have multiple shooters, bad three-point shooters on your team, best case average to above average depending on the night. Um, the identity should be something that fits which what this team's strengths are. That's what it should be. It shouldn't be centered around trying to match what another team is doing, what the Lakers are doing, running their play, pace, you know, playing a game that fits this. If you don't have the parts, it's not going to, it's not going to work. You can put whatever kind of parts you want. If the car isn't built for it, that motherfucker's not running. It will sit exactly, it will sit exactly where you started working on it at. I always, oh, my bad. No, not just, just to jump in. Uh, Chris, just to reiterate that, 14-0 just tells me you think your team's smart enough and talented enough to get to climb out of that hole, to get stops when they've shown you all year that they've been unable to do so. Why think of they're going to do that now? At no point have they shown you, yeah, we can come out of this hole. Like, we've been here before. They're not Golden State. They're not Phoenix. They don't have the ability to do so. I don't see how you allow your team to go 14-0 to start a game when they've been they've been dumped like this before in, in New York, right? Versus the Knicks. This is kind of same similar thing to happen when they went on runs after runs and you didn't stop the bleeding at all. I mean, we can Chas probably can point to times last year when he didn't call timeouts at proper times. That's a problem. So yeah, man, just no, it's, it's, it is a problem. Lito, I do you remember, seriously, I asked this to Ross in the middle of the game. Do you remember one easy bucket for the Pelicans tonight? Seriously, like just one easy good look. Nah. Um... Why, and why is that? Why can't? Why do the Lakers, why do I see D'Angelo Russell just easily beat his defender and have an ocean and lay it up? And AD's ISO'd with JV on the block, and he's got, you know, option. What am I missing? D'Angelo because... Russell was the best number two pick on the floor tonight, Justin. <laughs> like... <laughs> like I mean, go ahead, leave my bad. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be hurts, hurts my heart it's, right it's, there. It's I, man, listen. Well, first of all, that's painful. That's painful. Go, go ahead. That's just no, painful to hear again. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. No, for, first of all, to answer, to answer, I'm mean, for the answer five's question it, and to answer Chris's question is because the coaching staff thinks that we can trade baskets with the Sacramento Kings. And we can trade basket for basket. That that was, yeah. So, um, Justin, it's all about I. <laughs> it's all about self awareness and IQ. It was a play tonight where JV was guarding uh, AD. AD had the ball uh, mid post on the wing, kind of mid postish. Um, Troy Brown cut behind AD. CJ followed him. And left AD and Jonas <laughs> to guard JV one on one. Everybody in the world knows that JV can't guard Jonas. Off, I mean, uh, JV can't guard AD off the dribble, right? So you would think that the team would let Troy Brown just shoot the three because who the hell is Troy Brown? Why do I? Why do I care if Troy Brown gets hot? Like who? 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 Who cares? Right? Nope. Nope. No. Nope, nope. Nope. We go with Troy Brown. We let uh, AD get in rhythm. He he gets a layup, right? And AD had a, uh, I think he had 35 and 17 on like 18 shots. Now, I do want to say this. There's nobody on earth who can guard AD when AD's being AD. So, but I feel like, 
and I say this a lot, why don't we make the game harder for other teams? You see how teams guard Brandon. You see how teams guard Zion, right? Why not send a double at AD? Make, make AD – bro, look, AD can't have 35, Malik Beasley can't have 30, and D'Lo can't have 30. Bro, you got to – somebody got to pick – you got to pick which one of them go beat us. All of them can't beat us. Like, we just got jumped tonight. It was That was a fucking jumping. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there was no initiation involved. We just got jumped for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at some point, like the the coaching staff gotta be the coaching staff. I, and I'm I'm with you. I'm with you, Chris, and I'm with you, Five. I don't blame Willie solely for this because when you get assistant coaches who get on TV at a halftime and they say this exact same thing, like, 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 like trade the trading baskets joint, like, I don't know, bro. Listen, Collins Collins controls the substitutions tonight. Okay, he kept JV out there. He didn't listen. I'm not saying Jackson a difference maker, but Jax could have. Jax did a pretty nice shot there in the second half against AD. Like he contested some shots. Like he could be switching one through five. Like he won that bad. But but Chaz, CJ McCollum was four, at one point. I don't know what he finished. I don't have the box score in front of me. At one point though, he was four of sixteen from the field and one of ten from deep. One of ten from deep. After you're one of six, one of five maybe. Yo, let's change it up. I don't have it tonight. Figure out a different way. But one I, of ten? One have, of ten? Absolutely. And before I speak on CJ, can I ask you, who brought uh Mr. Collins into this organization? Willie Green. All right. But moving forward. Uh, <laughs> we're moving forward, right? <laughs> CJ, look. CJ is historically kind of unreliable like for his hot and cold i will say he's probably been the most reliable player on the pelicans this season you know as far as like being there as far as showing up is that what you mean yeah as far as showing up as far as actually playing games you know being somewhat at least somewhat effective when he does um but again cj you know it, it sucks when you got an older player who um plays one way and hasn't adjusted their game because with CJ, it's like, bro, the shot's not falling. I, I understand you don't want to get hit on your thumb, but you got to attack. You got to get to the line. You got to draw contact. But I don't think any of that matters. I don't think anything, you know, as far as adjustments and stuff like that in the grand scheme of things matters. I think what, what's most evident about this team, and you've seen it night in and night out, this team just doesn't care about winning most of the time. Like, they get off the bus, step onto the floor, and they just – don't give a shit and when you have a coach that offers nothing but his you know great motivation no one wants you know when when motherfuckers plucking threes in your face you don't want to hear about fight and force and freaking hell and freaking heck i don't want to curse freaking heck you don't <laughs> like now nah, you gotta you gotta you know and i personally don't think that this coaching staff isn't just is not telling these team this team to make some adjustments i i, I i've seen guys wave off the screener i've seen guys just like yo why, why'd you help that like i've seen arguments happen on the floor this offense is the offense brandon and cj wants to play that's why but, but if you look at it you got a guy in cj who's never won as an individual like on a team like he's never carried the team to multiple victories and you got like brandon a guy like brandon who's in the entirety of his career i don't think he's ever finished over 500 has he? No, no he's, he's never, never yeah. been on a winning team. 
Yeah, so because he's not a winning player. So, like, let's just keep it, just call it, you know, call it for what it is. You know, call a ball a ball, call a strike a strike. Brandon, you know, he's a, a third option at best. And I think at this point in his career, and I think CJ is a six man right now at this point in his career, being an older guy. And I think, you know, a lot of it is just this is the brand of basketball these guys want to play. And I think it's a 50 fit. Well, I think it's 33 33, right? I think it's roster construction being the one part of it, uh, staff being the other 33%. And the other 33% is just guys just not d- wanting to do what it takes to win, not giving a damn about winning. It's a lot of glory hogs on this team. They want to take the glorious shot, the pull-up three that goes off the – there was a play in the first quarter. This one I knew the game was over. I only watched the first quarter. Trey Murphy was wide open on the wing, on the right wing, right? Brandon's at the top of the key. He shoots the three, hits the side of the fucking backboard. I said, oh, this is over. This is over. Like, I started I started reading about all kinds of shit. Did y'all know that ducks' feet move extremely fast underwater? It might look like they, they you know, they're they moving a little slow. But underwater, they fast as a motherfucker. Like, I'm not going to. This, this team can't discourage me because I know they ain't shit. <laughs> Jared, um, will this team make the plan? Seriously, will they make the plan? Man, listen. The... The great philosopher Beanie Siegel once told somebody, get down or lay down. This team is laying down. They not, they not trying to fight. They not trying to, they not trying to do that. It, they, it's all it's a bunch of false hope because nothing is consistent. Like I I talked about this team having an identity. They have no idea who they should be. They have no idea who they currently are. Like, oh, these are my it seems, it's, it's almost like the opposing team is telling them who they are, and they're like, nah, we're not that. we something better than that. How? At what point do you believe in what? I think Chad says it's the best. It's like you got to actually just consider who you are at this current moment. Like, that's who you are. Nothing else matters. Potential doesn't matter. It's, it's over. Like, the experiment's over. Brandon, you had your chance. It's over, bro. At some point, the the organization has to look forward and pass what is currently here, and and, and, and clean house. Chris, thought there were two players that actually. I was Herb Jones and Trey Murphy. Um, you want to talk about them, or I mean, do you always really talk about Herb? I think Herb at least deserves some type of credit because I thought he was the only player that at least showed some type of fight and was somewhat pissed off. So. Yeah, I mean, Lito talked about it to open the show, man. I mean, um, and, like, I think this stress that Herb's on right now, you know, I'd say maybe, like, the, the past five, six games is, is his best stretch of the season. And, um, you know, even shooting two for eight from three tonight, it didn't – like, that's not what stuck in my mind. He's not a three-point shooter. We all know this. The problem is right. that he's stuck in the corner – it has no other options. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I mean, I mean, look, look. The the Lakers were running, were running zone, and they were begging the ref, asking the ref to at any point to call three three in the key. You know, what I mean, and they were gonna do it over. It's like in the NFL when you know a team decides to hold all game because they know the ref's not gonna call holding every single play. It's the same thing. And at that point, look, Herb got to shoot it, and I get it. But um, 
and look in the in the last Laker game he didn't he didn't shoot as much but when you're playing as well as he's playing I think right now affecting the game in a lot of different ways having to take on who whoever the hottest player on the floor is um and kind of uh be the dude that's doing all the other shit that 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 the players that are better than him should should be doing as well when it comes to hustling and setting the tone like you like to see that you like to see that um and then Trey another look he, we talked about he didn't have to score 41 again tonight. Um, he scored 20 and had a solid game on both sides of the floor. I think, again, he had situations where he was out, you know, powered. And, you know, he was in spots with centers where it was nothing he could really do from a strength perspective. But he attacked the rim. He was able to shoot the ball. He played smart basketball even when guys that, once again, are in higher spots and higher – uh raking points on this team chose not to in a game that would have done really um would have been a really good put you in a really good spot i think when you look at the next four or five games but those dudes came out and played and if anything that's good for i think part of the development of some of the worries that we had about those guys at different parts of the season hopefully them figuring out towards the end and really putting a um you know a good stamp on their uh season can, can can I add something to Chris's point? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think all is lost personally. You know, I'm I'm a I lead with love. I'm a person who likes to lead with love, right? I don't think all is lost. And when you see the effort a guy like Trey put forth tonight, Herb, um, you know, Dyson, it, it was rough. But you know, I, I feel like I, personally, you asked about the plan. I don't think the plan's out of reach at all because you can oh, easily see a team. Sorry, yeah. out of eighth. Like, that's that's the reality. Of the yeah, yeah, and you got some. You got some. I don't think nothing's easy for this team, but you got some quote unquote easy games coming up, right? But the the focus of the rest of this year has to be getting your young guys some minutes as well, developing Trey, trying to help develop Dyson, Kyra, get even Jackson, get these guys some run because look, you know Brandon ain't that good, you know CJ ain't you know. The CJ of old, you know, Willie terrible, you know, these things already, you know, you know, Zion, you know, is probably not coming back. What, what, what's the point? Invest into your young guys. See if, you know, Trey can continue to take another step. See what um, Dyson can do if he could take his first steps. You know, see, see, see what your young guys got, man. You already know. What needs to be done this offseason. And if not, I know a person who's interested in buying this team. Lito, there was, um, I don't know, as a coach, you know, when you get your ass kicked, you got to figure out, you got to figure something else to do, right? Well, there were a couple of moments tonight. Uh, one, I don't really, I think it was in the second quarter, we were down like 26. It was a clear out of bounds on the lake. Like the ball had gone off the dude's leg and it went out of bounds. And I'm just like, we need a challenge just now. Get the possession and figure it out. Like, screw the other challenge. Really done challenge. I mean, it was clear as day. I was off the lake. Okay, that's one thing. Then you get down like 35, 40. There's some questionable calls. And you you don't even get teed up. You don't, you don't show any emotion on the sideline. And that is frustrating from the standpoint of like, yo, you're getting your ass kicked. You're not really playing hard. You're getting punked at home in a, in a must-win situation in front of a packed house. And you don't even get teed up or anything like that am i off on that is that not a problem or is that something I mean, uh, uh i feel like 
Listen, listen, man. Justin, let me ask you this. Let me reverse this. Let me pull an AD on you. Let me ask you a question. Uh, <laughs> when have you seen Willie Green get tech up? He got thrown out what? It was earlier. It was was it in 2022, late in 2022. Minnesota game. What game was it? I think it was many, right? Minnesota game. Didn't they win that game? Fuck no. Oh, damn. All but right. they did come yeah. back. I think, I'm pretty sure like they came they made it a game. Whatever. Yeah, that, that was B.I.'s first game back from injury. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense why they lost. The, the point being, you can remember the game. Yes. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, what, what did you you really expect? That I, I, Willie, Willie Green is a nice man. He's a nice man. He's a guy. He's a gentleman. He's a scholar. Uh, father of a father, father of a uh, of a of a son who's in the NCAA tournament. Nice guy, Christian Godfriend man, bro. He 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 not getting teed up. Like he's more likely to take you to church than to tee you up. He probably extended the invitation to the greater church of Willie Green. And this is not a, a plea on his religion. I'm just telling you, he's a nice man. I, I don't, I don't. You know what? <laughs> Listen, the thing is, <laughs> this team is gonna make the playing tournament, and the team gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> that's the that's the crazy thing about it. They gonna make the playoffs, and they gonna make the playing tournament. Like, I believe that. You know what's you know it's crazy. I I'll be honest. I don't even care. Like you know what I'm saying because. Uh, Dame Lillard was talking to um, JJ Redick, and he was talking about like the journey, right? Like, what is the journey of this this team? Like, and, and it's really this organization. Like, you don't. I think we've squandered this. Not we. They've squandered so much time and, and things they could have done. Chaz, you talked about playing the young guys. You could have did that in January when you was on a ten game losing streak and really figured out who these guys were because you you saw that the you know the West was in limbo, right? You didn't. You had time. Like, right now, you still kind of have time to even do so. I don't know what the direction of this organization is. I, I understand trying to, they're trying to build a sustainable organization, sustainable team. But what does that actually look like? You know, you, you were a 36-win team last year, and you made the play-in, and you were supposed to be better than that. You may, you know, you might get into the play-in and make the playoffs and, and go a little bit further. But the journey's all jacked up. Like the process is broken, right? Like when does the process actually looks look fixed? That's my issue with this. Like we could, yeah, this team could go and, and make the plan and be really exciting, but the process is broken. Who's going to fix it? And there's no one you can really point to. Chris, what's uh, next? Huh? What's next? Um... What's next is, in all honesty, probably a little bit of false hope. I, I mean, like that's 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 probably what's next. That's uh, false hope with broken promises and a flawed team. And that's, I mean, look, and that's. Hey, hold up, hold up. You say broken promises. Can you elaborate a little bit on that, please? Um, all the talks about how strong, like as if culture or people that like each other, um, if that brings wins on a basketball floor or that brings production inside of a work environment. It just doesn't always, it doesn't bro. Like um, all the talk about, about family and all those things that look, they matter on, you know, for certain perspectives, but there's a lot of championship teams that had important pieces that didn't like each other. Uh, you know, we talk about growth, but you know, the path to growing certain, certain individuals, certain parts were broken. Um, 
you know, like we just got to be real about the system. I think that's at play and what's really in front. Like, look, man, you know, we we here doing this, doing this, um, doing this show because we're invested and we care about the future of of this team. I found Chad. Chad's talking about Bobby Lashley on on, on Twitter. I had to find, you know, we, we all had to find different things, you know, you know, five, five was spending quality time with his daughter. You know what I mean? Uh, like we, we, we had to find things during this game to perk up and come here and talk about this team and not be frustrated about it. But the facts are when this season is over with and we do this all over again, no matter where the fan base is, now, because a lot of people are connected, whether they like it or not, this is how addiction works for a lot of folks. <laughs> people, people are committed to this team going forward. You got to be real about the flaws from the from the jump. You can't gloss it over because you like the personality of an individual. Or it's a nice story or they play well from a stretch. You got to be real about growth, about development, what you are truthfully seeing, even if that means it hurts. Because in business. That's what happens. Business, good business don't always happen because you like the person that's next to you. Those are the facts, man. So culture, family, all that shit, man. Listen, we ready for wins, dog. 20 years of this shit. We are ready for consistency and wins. And that means talent. That means upgrading certain areas that we know needs to be upgraded. That means not lies. That means not, 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 uh, not insulting people's intelligence about Somebody being questionable when we know the motherfucker ain't playing until Tuesday. When it's coming out that he's not playing till Tuesday, he actually plays Tuesday, but you're telling me he's questionable. You know he's not. Come on, man. Keep it real about these individuals, no matter where their future is, whether it's these, whether it's a good majority of these same individuals, I'm gonna be here. But everybody gotta be better for this shit to work and for you to really hold on to these people that's invested money that they don't have to come to these games and watch their favorite team, their hometown team. Be down by 35 points at halftime to a dude that used to be here. Wow. Yeah, well said. Um, Lito Chaz, five. Cl- Lito, five, who closes out? And Lito Chaz, go ahead, final thoughts. I got nothing to say. Chris, <laughs> yeah. Chris gave us the eulogy. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, it's like Wendy's, bro. The reason why folks go to Wendy's because it's consistent. You know what I'm saying? They, they You know what you're about to get, no matter if it's in New Orleans, it's on Old Block in Chicago. It's in Maryland in, with, with Chaz. It's, you know, in Gentilly with Lido. No matter where you go, Wendy's is the exact same. We just want our Wendy's, bro. That's it. We want our four for four to look exactly the same no matter where it's at. It may not always taste good or be fresh or whatever, but we just at least we know what we got. That's all. Uh, um, my my parting words are: uh, If this team isn't anything else, it's consistently bad, right? Uh, as far as like just franchise. under, you mean franchise, not team? Franchise has been bad. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay, fair Fra- franchise. But I, I like to focus on this tenure specifically, right? This tenure. I'll say this: I still think because you know you saw what Malik Beasley and Vanderbilt did tonight. I still think Griff looked at this team, knew that Zion wasn't, you know, it was 50-50, probably 30-70, that he would be back in time to save everybody and said, can't win with these motherfuckers. Why would I waste any assets? So I think people are going to be upset at the front office. And it's like, no, they did the right thing. You don't just 
keep pouring gasoline, you know, on the burning building. You just say, oh, all right, hold up. Sometimes you got to let this shit burn down. And it's a win-win. Think about it like this. Y'all want some positivity in the night, guys. Viewers watching is a win-win. Now I always lead with love. So if the team this fucks all the way up, right? It just doesn't go anywhere. Cool. You're gonna get rid of some of these motherfuckers anyway, right? Hopefully. And hey, but if they succeed, you'll be able to get rid of them and get even more for them. So you really ain't got nothing to lose. If if Brandon plays well the rest of this stretch, you might get trade him for an actual star. If he keeps playing the way he's playing and CJ keep playing the way they're playing, you know, they're going to try their best to get rid of him. The only downside is you have to attach assets to maybe CJ to possibly get rid of him. You know, but either way, it ain't nothing to hang your head about. You gave them your, your, your money already. They don't care about you. They got your money. It's over. They don't care. Don't stress Traffic. about this team. Traffic Sports with the official sports betting partner of Boot Crew Media. is here. New customers bet $5 on any college basketball game and win $2 in free bonus bets instantly by using draft code or DraftKings code boot located there in the bottom left. Um, an embarrassing loss, not only for this team, this organization, this podcast, whatever you want to say it, however you want to slice <laughs> we, it. We ain't do shit. Please. <laughs> 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 like, comment, subscribe. Always appreciate y'all pulling up. Um, this sucks. We'll see y'all later. Way. It was a finger roll of anything. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.